Hallelujah. Come on and give God a clap offering. Come on, somebody. Like my spiritual grandpappy says. Hallelujah. Thank you, brother. Amen. Closing avenues to gain God's favor. Hallelujah. Starting in the book of Nehemiah chapter 4 and verse 1. The word of God reads. Now it came about that when Sambalat heard that we were rebuilding the wall, he became furious and very angry and mocked the Jews. He spoke in the presence of his brothers and the wealthy men of Samaria and said, What are these feeble Jews doing? Are they going to restore it for themselves? Can they offer sacrifices? Can they finish in a day? Can they revive the stones from the dusty rubble, even the burned ones? Now I want to backtrack a little bit, a little bit about the history of this. If you look in the book of Nehemiah chapter 1, amen, when Nehemiah began to recollect and, and, and realize that the city of Jerusalem was in ruin and was, was destroyed and had been seized and had been attacked. And the wall that was surrounding the city of Jerusalem that would keep the enemy out had been destroyed and had been completely obliviated. And Nehemiah began to have a burden for this city that was in ruin. That a burden for this city that was without walls, that was without protection, that the enemy had begun to oppress the Jewish people and the people of God, God's chosen people, people, amen, and they were in oppression. And Nehemiah began to cry out to God and pray unto the Lord, hallelujah, that God would send him, amen, to help rebuild the wall. So we see, amen, in, the, in Nehemiah chapter 2, Nehemiah begins to meet with the king, amen. And, and God's favor began to rest upon Nehemiah as he met with the king and asked the king's permission to go back unto Jerusalem and rebuild the wall and restore that which was lost, amen. Hallelujah. So let's keep reading, amen. He spoke in the presence of his brothers and the wealthy men of Samaria and said, what are these feeble Jews doing? Are they going to restore it for themselves? Can they offer sacrifices? Can they finish it in a day? Can they revive the stones from the dusty rubble, even the burned ones? So we see, amen, that this man, Sanibal, began to, he began to mock the man of God. He began to try to lash out and persecute the man of God and speak against it as it was foolery. See, we need to make sure, amen, that whenever the work of God is going forth, that we don't start operating out of the, out of the spirit of Sanibal, amen, that we don't start operating out of the flesh, amen. See, I'm telling you, when God is doing something and when God is, when a new work from the Lord is going forth and it's got you angry or disturbed or it's got you in a messed up place or you're walking around in the flesh, brother, that means that you probably need some deliverance come on somebody you need the anointing of God in your life hallelujah as I don't know about you when the work of God is going forward I get excited when I start to see souls saved I get fired up when I start to see walls going up and buildings being built come on somebody upon the land and God bringing in the increase amen so you have to be careful and use caution because whenever a work from God begins to come forth, amen, and when the increase begins to happen, amen, the enemy will try to bring opposition. And if you're not careful and you begin to just go through the emotions, you can begin to operate in an attitude like Sambalat, amen. See, people like Sambalat will always be indignant, angry, or disturbed. 
when God's work begins. Does you know not everybody is happy that folks are getting saved, that people are getting restored in Jesus' name, that our God is still a, is still a healer and a deliverer? Does you know that that upsets some people? Because not everybody, amen, who says they are really is. Not everybody is a child of light, is a child of God. Come on, somebody. He said he's drawing a line in the sand, and he's going to separate the sheep from the goats. Hallelujah. And it's sad, amen, but we live in a world where there's a lot more goats that are headed on the path of destruction than there is a lot more sheep. And you may look like a sheep and bad like a sheep and even be in a sheepfold, baby. But if you ain't got the Holy Ghost, come on, somebody, then something's missing. Hallelujah. And you might just find yourself stuck like Sambalat. Come on, somebody. Messed up and angry and disturbed all the time while the rest of us are basking in the glory of the Lord, walking in the anointing, trying to get what God's got for us. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. See, I have found this very thing try to jump on me in ministry whenever the work of God was going forward and God was moving and bringing increase in my life and blessing me. Come on, somebody. And all of a sudden, I find myself begin to disconnect from the Lord a little bit and get a little frustrated. Next thing you know, I'm walking around mad and upset and in the flesh because I don't let the, the spirit of Sambalat get on me. Come on, somebody. God forbid, we ought to stay connected to the Lord. We got to stay rejoicing at what God is doing and what is going forward, amen. Because I'm here to tell you, amen, things are moving forward around here, hallelujah. And if you can't tell, I don't know what's wrong with you. Come on, somebody, you need to go see the eye doctor. I know one, and his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. When God's work begins, don't be a Sambalat Christian, Hallelujah. Don't be walking around disturbed, amen. You ought to rejoice and be glad the anointing of God is moving. If you're disturbed and you're angry and upset, you're probably in sin. Come on, somebody. Amen. If God's working and moving and your midst disturbs or anger, angers you, amen, you know that you need a fresh touch from the Lord. Don't let your emotions get the best of you and make you disturbed by the anointing hallelujah in other words don't get caught up in just the anointing or just the emotions amen don't get caught up just going through it and just operating out of the works because you got to stay connected to the lord hallelujah watch out amen if you're one of those that are trying to come against the work of god because there's people amen that will actually deliberately try to come against the work of God and the men of God behind the scenes amen started out on fire started out rejoicing with the other brothers and sisters in Christ because God's moving and things are going forward amen next thing you know you may find yourself in a place where you're in a backslidden condition and you're beginning to bicker and complain and beginning to backbite and speak bad about your pastor or speak bad about the ministry speak bad about what God is doing you need to check yourself Sambalak come Come on, somebody, and repent and get that off of you in Jesus' name. Let's keep reading. Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 6. Put verse 6 up there. So we built the wall, and the whole wall was joined together to half its height, for the people had a mind to work. Verse 7. Now when Sambalat, Tobiah, the Arabs, the Ammonites, and the Ashtonites heard that the repair of the walls of Jerusalem went on and that the breaches began to be closed. Come on, somebody. They began to be angry. Hallelujah. See, 
Nehemiah, amen, and done rallied up some people who began to build a wall of defense towards these enemies, amen, that had brought attack and ruin and destruction on God's city, amen, on God's holy people. Nehemiah pointed to the people and and directed their attention to God. Even in the midst of the ruin of the walls being destroyed and the enemy overtaking the land and the city and people enslaved and in bondage and afraid because their city and their territory which they live had been under attack and everything had been taken away from them and they found their place vulnerable to the enemy because there was no wall of defense around them and the enemy was attacking them and was running over their family and was stealing from them and taking everything from them. See, it's just like us in our personal Christian life, amen, that if we don't have that wall of defense built around us, then we make ourselves vulnerable to the enemy, amen, and he'll begin to try to attack you and bring you to ruin and steal from you and have you walking around feeling defeated and afraid, amen, but fear not. Come on, somebody, because God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind, hallelujah. So in the midst, amen, of all chaos breaking loose, you can stand firm in the faith and begin to build up a wall of defense hallelujah and watch your enemies turn back and tuck their tail and run can I get a hallelujah look at verse 7 amen it said that the breaches and at the end of verse 7 that the breaches began to be closed and they were very angry See, as they began to rebuild the wall to keep the enemy out and take a stand against the enemy, they began to fill in the holes, amen. They began to have people stand in the gap, and the breaches began to be closed. See, when you start to fight in your prayer closet, come on, somebody. When you start to worship God in the midst of hell breaking loose, and the enemy done robbed you of your lunch money, but the Holy Ghost starts to rise up in you, and a prayer starts to come out, and a song starts to come out. Come on, somebody. And a praise starts to come out. Hallelujah. How many of us know that the enemy begins to get a little shooken up? He begins to get a little scattered a little confused, amen, because he had you in ruin because it looked like you was defeated. But just like when it looked like Jesus was defeated, going up that hill at the cross of Calvary, how many of us know, amen, that he destroyed the works of the devil? Hallelujah. And I'm here to tell you the only way to walk in that victory he's already won is to walk in the spirit and have a prayer life and keep a wall of defense towards the enemy and close down the avenues where the devil has been creeping in in your life. Come on, somebody. Give God glory. Hallelujah. The breaches began to be closed. Amen. Hallelujah. Tap your neighbor. Say, fill in the hole. Fill in the hole. Stand in the gap. They began to get in place and seal off the open areas where they were vulnerable to the enemy. See, I believe that, it, that, that it's not a coincidence that the Lord put this word, amen, in our midst tonight. Hallelujah. I believe there's some people here, amen, and there's some open areas and avenues that the enemy has been attacking you in and creeping in your life, amen. And I believe, amen, just like the word that we heard, amen, from Pastor Raymond and Pastor Zachariah, that it's a year of strengthening, hallelujah. I believe that God is calling us to close those avenues, any avenue 
avenues where the enemy has been creeping in or has crept in. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. And, and fill in the gap and build up a wall of defense against the enemy and the forces of darkness so that we may go forward and walk in power and see God bring the increase. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. I don't know about y'all, but I need the increase of God in my life. I need a defense against the enemy in my life. Because I remember walking around powerless. Come on, somebody. Tore up from the floor up. The enemy running me over. Walking around looking like a dope-headed gangbanger. Come on, somebody. Let me get real with you. Amen. But I called on Jesus, and he pulled me out of the slumps. He pulled me out of the slop. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. And he put me in a, come on, in a white raiment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he put me in some preaching clothes. Come on, somebody. Took me from rags to riches in his glory. I ain't talking about physically. I'm talking about spiritually. But when you connect to Jesus, he's going to bless you in the supernatural. And it will manifest in the natural, baby. You just got to run to him. You just got to trust him and build a wall against the enemy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Keep on going to Nehemiah. Next verse, verse 8. Thank you, Lord. All right, he's gone. Praise the Lord. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26 and 27, the word of God reads, In your anger, do not sin. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. Come on, somebody. See, we all got emotions. I'm not going to pretend to be so spiritual, amen, that, that we can't be real. We have emotions, amen. The Holy Spirit, the, the, the God that we serve has a personality. He has emotions. Amen. But we are to let the Holy Ghost lead our lives. Not be moved, amen, by our emotions. Hallelujah. In your anger, do not sin. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry. Amen. In other words, we got to keep a repentant heart towards the Lord. Amen. We got to stay in a lifestyle of repentance towards God. And we can't, we got to be on guard in our own personal life. Amen. Which is what I want to talk about briefly first. To be on guard in your own personal life. Amen. You got to close the avenues in your personal life before you can help somebody else close the avenues in their life. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. See, you got to make sure all the doors to the enemy are closed in your life before you can expect the Holy Ghost to be moving through you. Come on and help somebody else get deliverance. Help somebody else get strong. You got to get strong. We've got to strengthen ourselves. Come on, somebody. We've got to pray more. We've got to seek the face of God even when we're tired, even when we're sick. Come on, somebody. Even when we don't feel like it, we've got to serve God and we've got to get real with God. And we got to get serious, amen, because the work of God is going forward, hallelujah. And that's, if that upsets you, you can stay upset all day. I'm going to still keep praising God all the way till he takes me home. And God's going to keep moving, and God's going to keep building, and other people are going to keep getting Holy Ghost filled and fired up about Jesus while you're in the corner looking all upset because things ain't going your way, amen. When if you would just start going his way, come on, somebody, then things will line up the way you want them to come on hallelujah don't let the sun go down while you're still angry. Don't let the sun go down while you're still bitter. Come on, somebody. While you're still jealous over your brother. While you're still coveting. Come on, somebody. While you're upset. Because, come on. Because your car is not as nice as the pastors. Come on, somebody. You got to rejoice, amen, forevermore. In whatever circumstances you are facing. And be thankful, hallelujah. 
And build a wall of defense up against the enemy. Hallelujah. Don't give the devil an opportunity to run you over. Hallelujah. And I believe a burden in Nehemiah's heart began to rise up because the people of God were in ruin and they were suffering. And I believe we're in a time where God is raising up some people and even raised up a, a super a, a leader anointed by God. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. To stand up and even not just physically but supernaturally build a wall of defense against the enemy me come on somebody to restore strength hallelujah back to this land back to the american church hallelujah but we are the faces hallelujah of the church here in america and jesus is the head hallelujah and i'm telling you once the church really connects to god the anointing is gonna shine abroad upon us hallelujah there's a shifting taking place in this atmosphere in this ministry hallelujah but we've got to connect to the lord come on somebody we've got to close all avenues because I'm telling you as soon as this happens and some people that are come on begin some key people hallelujah that God has called you here it's no mistake that you're here it's not an accident the Holy Spirit brought you here hallelujah and it's time to plug in to what God is doing and let him strengthen you and close the avenues that have been open for the enemy to run rampant in your life amen because if you think Jesus don't know what's going on he knows it all the Holy Ghost knows come on somebody and he's ready for you to walk in the full anointing and the full glory not with just the cup half full come on somebody I don't want a half empty cup amen hallelujah I used to live my life searching for temporary halfway satisfaction but now I search for Jesus and he begins to reveal himself more and more and he fills me he fills my cup and it overflows come on somebody don't let the anger go down while you sleep at night. Come on. Keep, guard your heart. Don't let bitterness begin to creep in your heart. Don't let, the, don't let the flesh and these little lies from the enemy that will try to plant in your heart begin to separate you from a holy God who loves you. Don't leave any avenue. See, he wants to attack your personal life first. He wants to mess you, mess you up all up in your heart. Amen. And get you tripped out in your own personal life. Because if he can do that, he can make you ineffective in your family. Come on, somebody. He can make you ineffective in your own home life. And then you're struggling to be a spiritual leader. Amen. Come on, somebody. You're struggling to, struggling to be a godly husband. Because you've got some avenues that the enemy is in. He's crept in in your personal life. And it's a affecting your marriage come on it's affecting the, the, your relationship with your kids amen I'm gonna get real hallelujah God I'm on an assignment tonight you just gotta open up and receive it it's time to shut some doors come on somebody kick the devil out and slam the door baby hallelujah we don't have a right to stay offended at nobody anyways amen or get angry with nobody anyways if anybody had a right to be offended and upset it was the Lord God Almighty, amen. But while we deserved hell, come on, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Can I get an amen? Thank you, Jesus, for his grace. You've got to shut down every avenue the enemy has in your life. Be on guard and get in place, amen. Proverbs chapter 25, verse 28. Be on guard and get in place, amen. Hallelujah, you better get in place. I'm telling you. 
You better get in place. You better get in position because you're either in a position of victory or you're walking around defeated. Amen. There ain't no in-between. Hallelujah. There ain't no one foot in, one foot out. It's all the way in with Jesus. Come on, somebody. Or it ain't nothing else. Hallelujah. Proverbs 25, 28. Where the God reads? Like a city that is broken into and without walls is a man who has no control over his spirit. Come on, somebody. In other words, if you're not operating out of self-control, amen, and living a disciplined Christian lifestyle, pleasing to God, a repentant lifestyle, walking in holiness, come on, somebody, then you're leaving avenues and openings for the enemy. Come on, somebody, and you're out of control. You're out of whack, amen. You don't have to look all jacked up on the outside, amen, to, to not be jacked up on the inside. Come on, somebody. Some of us are real good at putting on that mask, real good at putting on that church suit. Come on, somebody. But on the inside, some of us, I'm just going to keep it real in here tonight, got some avenues, amen, that have been open towards the enemy. And some of it's us, it's been for a while, and God wants to close those avenues tonight, amen, so you can receive refreshing, revival, amen, in your personal life and be more impactful in your family life. Come on, somebody. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. James chapter 1, verse 21. And the word of God reads, Therefore, putting aside all filthiness and all that remains of wickedness, Put it aside, amen. Touch not the unclean thing. All filthiness, all wickedness, all those things that are displeasing to God, all those substances that the world offers, that other people offer. Come on, I don't need somebody to write me a prescription when I find all I need on my face with Jesus. Come on, somebody. Some of you got to learn to build a wall of defense against the enemy, even when you're feeling sick or you're in distress or feeling depressed and down and out and pray your way through it. Come on, somebody, and work your way through it and start building that wall. See, it takes some work to build up a wall against the enemy. Amen. They didn't just, Nehemiah didn't just sit there and say, hey, everybody just pray that God comes and builds a wall. No, you got to put your hand, come on, somebody, to the grindstone. Amen. To the hammer and start doing the work of the Lord hallelujah praise the Lord no man amen that is that is in in the field come on somebody plowing that looks back is fit for the kingdom of God amen we've got to stay moving forward stay building that wall of defense against the enemy stay working for the Lord hallelujah come on somebody like a city whose walls are broken through is a person who lacks self-control. we got to shut these avenues in our personal life that are affecting us. Amen? That are having a negative effect on our life because I don't know about you, but I'm trying to go deeper with God. Hallelujah. I'm trying to walk in the anointing. I'm trying to walk in victory. I'm, I got tired of getting rant over. Come on. I got tired of geeking and tweaking and looking lost out there. Come on, somebody. And being stuck out. Amen. So I started calling on Jesus and he brought me in. Come on. He adopted me in by the Holy Spirit into the family of God. Come on, somebody. The body of Christ. Hallelujah. And we got a lot of people just walking around with their own agendas, going their own paths, making their own path, writing their own story. Come back, amen, and tell me how that worked out for you. 
Because I'm going to tell you right now, there's only one author and perfecter of your faith, and his name is Jesus. And if you're trying to be the author, you're going to find yourself in a stuck situation. You're going to find yourself scratching your head. How did I get here? What happened? Why am I here again? I thought, come on, somebody. I thought I had it, Jesus. No, you never have it unless you have Jesus. Come on, somebody. You're not walking in power unless you're connected to the Lord and you have a wall of defense against the enemy. We got to put away all filthiness, amen, and overflow and wickedness. See, when you have an open avenue in your spiritual life, amen, the enemy wants to begin to infiltrate you. Come on, somebody, and make you overflow with sin. A little bit of sin, a little bit of leaven, leaven it the whole lump. So just one little crevice of avenue that you leave open to the enemy can start to blow up to a bigger mess than you bargained for. So I would encourage you, amen, if there's even a little bit of leaven, a little area where the enemy's been creeping in to go ahead and kick him out and close the door amen i'm not here to bash nobody but i'm here to keep it real because god's kept it real with me close the avenues in your personal life hallelujah get in place receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls hallelujah get in place amen hallelujah as a victor amen not somebody that's defeated hallelujah as a warrior not a wimp amen as a worker not somebody that's lazy and don't want to do nothing for Jesus and don't want to be a part of the work of God hallelujah because we all got our part. It may not look like your part, amen. That's all right. You just do the work that God's called you to and appointed you to and keep working, hallelujah. And let's, come on, and let the other people do what God's anointed and appointed them for. Come on, somebody. Not everybody's work looks the same, hallelujah. Some people are stacking up blocks. Other people are going around and grouting. Come on, somebody. Other people are toiling up the land, amen, and getting it ready for the foundation to be laid, hallelujah. We all got part in this thing amen but it's time hallelujah to let God work in your own personal life and build up a wall of defense against the enemy second is close avenues in your family life amen close avenues in your family life first you got to do it personally then it comes to your family life hallelujah Ecclesiastes 4 9 through 12 the word of God reads Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. Come on, somebody. For if either of them falls, the one will lift up his companion. My Lord. But woe to the one who falls when there is not another to lift him up. I'm going to stop right there for a moment. See, I believe, amen, there's a lot of people within the church, amen, that aren't operating out of unity of the holy spirit and power because they've still left their personal life with god vulnerable to the enemy in some areas and so what you have is a lot of chickens walking around like this pecking at the ground tripping and there's no unity come on somebody but when you have somebody that begins to cry out to God and repent, hallelujah, and connect up to the Lord and close those avenues in their life, and God begins to raise somebody up, hey, I shut the doors, brother, and then somebody over here, come on, the worship leader begins to close some avenues. I'm just talking, amen, and then the Holy Ghost begins to fill up over here, and the next thing you know, amen, as we begin to close those personal avenues, some spirit of unity begins to happen and manifest and says, hey, I'm work we're working together. Let's build up a wall of defense again. 
against the enemy together. Come on, somebody. I want to build it up in my personal life. I want to build it up in my family life so that I can help build it up for cities, for states, for nations. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Two are better than one. Hallelujah. If one falls and the other will lift him up. Amen. There's something about it. It's a blessing. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to talk to some people that are married tonight. Amen. It's a blessing to have a companion in another half. Amen. Or a better half. So I'd like to say, come on, somebody. Because my wife is definitely my better half. And without her, I would be out of control out there still. Come on, somebody. God knew that I needed a timid woman with self-control, amen, and with patience and the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Because before I fell in love with Jesus, I was settling for less. Come on, somebody. And looking for whatever was undressed. But when God set me free and filled me with the Holy Ghost and turned me to a preacher, hallelujah, the anointing began to attract me, amen. And the anointing began to draw me in the direction of a Bible-thumping honeybee by the name of Chelsea Burroughs. Can I get a hallelujah? And some of us, amen, we wonder why, amen, it's, it's, it gets so challenging. We're, challenging. we're having struggles in our marriage, in our home life, and, and all hell's breaking loose. I'm not pro promising cakes and pies all the time in a marriage. I've only been married four and a half years, amen. But I know one thing, that I'm farther along four and a half years in this thing than I was at day one. Come on, somebody. But I have learned that whenever you stay connected to God and, and, and you put yourself in position, you get in place. Come on, somebody. As a spiritual leader of your household and you keep the atmosphere spiritual. Come on, somebody. And you help your wife build that defensive wall against the enemy. Because we know, amen, that the wife is not lesser than us, but she is the weaker vessel, amen. And just because she's a weaker, weaker vessel doesn't mean we can run all over her. If she's a weaker vessel, that means we need to uplift her. We need to help lead her. We need to help cover her. We need to help protect her physically and spiritually. Amen. But I can't be effective and be in there for my wife spiritually if I got avenues that the enemy is running in and creeping in in my own life. Amen. Come on, somebody. I'm going to get real. I ain't preaching nothing I ain't experienced or went through. Come on. Hallelujah. Or that the Holy Ghost ain't leading me to talk about. You got to close those Areas in your life the enemy's been attacking you personally and that you've been letting him win. Therefore, let sin no longer reign in your mortal body. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Sin will try to jump on you. It may even start to try to manifest out of you because we got a sinful nature, amen. But you got to stay in the spirit. Paul says, do all things with prayer and supplication. If I'm staying in prayer and staying connected to God, when sin tries to creep in and the devil comes knocking on my door, he's going to meet the Holy Ghost and about a thousand angels. Come on, somebody. When I start to call out the name of Jesus. What happens when the enemy comes knocking at your house? My Lord. Guilty. <laughs> Come on. Because the enemy wants to destroy your personal relationship with Jesus. He's not worried about you looking religious and looking real cute and quoting all the scripture and being knowledgeable because you was in the penitentiary for 12 years and you read the whole Bible and now you're a walking theologian. Come on, somebody. Let me get real. Amen. The enemy is concerned 
whenever people begin to stir themselves up in the presence of God and begin to abstain from the appearance of evil and walk in a blameless way. Come on, somebody. In the anointing and power of God. Because when you got power, the devil knows it. Come on, somebody. When you got Holy Ghost power, amen. How many of you know that lives begin to get touched and changed around you? Chains begin to fall. Breakthrough begins to happen in your personal life. And you begin to overcome as you're building that wall of defense and closing down avenues. And then you can start to be effective in your marriage and in your house. Amen. Hallelujah. Two are better than one. See, some people, they're walking around lonely. And some of y'all need to be married to Jesus. Come on, somebody. Some of y'all trying to get married to little Cindy Lou Who or, you know what I'm saying? Tootie Foo Foo, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And ain't even married to Jesus yet. Let me just go ahead and tell you, that don't work out. Amen. That don't work out. You better make sure, amen, that you're ready, hallelujah, for what, whatever it is you're praying for. Come on. Close avenues in your family life. We must build our relationship with God together in our family life. Amen. On a solid foundation. I'm all for Christian marriage books and the, what, what is that one book that I still only read a quarter of? The love language book and all that. We can read all these books and go to all these counseling sessions and all that. But if we don't have no connection with God and if we still got open avenues to the devil in our life, we're not going to be effective and spiritual in our home life. Can I get an amen? amen? Hallelujah. So if you want your marriage and your home life to blossom, it's time to realize that God is awesome. Come on, somebody. And stop settling for less. Close some avenues. Amen. Pull them skeletons out the closet and bury them and don't dig them back up. Amen. First Peter chapter 2 verse 13 and 14. Skating through this real quick. And the word of God reads. First Peter 2, 13 through 14. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have to be people, amen, that are up under the authority of God and submitting unto the Lord. It says right here, submit yourself for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether to a king as the one in authority, 14, touch him, Lord, <laughs> hallelujah, or to governors as sent by him for the punishment of evildoers. And the praise of those who do right. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. See, right there we see that we're to be up under in submission to God's given authority. Come on, somebody. To God first. Hallelujah. Then our spiritual leaders, amen. And as long as your, your husband is spiritually connected to the Lord, amen, and on fire for Jesus, then it goes up under your husband. Come on, somebody. And it continues to go down. We are to walk into submission, in submission to God's given authority. Hallelujah. Amen. Not to, not to be harsh, hallelujah, with our, with our spouses, amen, or anything like that. Or sometimes your wife might be harsh with you, amen. That's all right, amen. You're still called to love her like Christ loves the church. And last time I checked, when I was out there acting like a fool and running in my dirt, Jesus didn't run out on me. Come on, somebody. I chose to run out on Jesus. As a matter of fact, he loved me so much 
that while I was gone astray, he left the 99 to find the one. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Because I was as lost as could be sitting in the church house on a Sunday morning with my eyes crossed, and I don't know what else was going on. <laughs> Just lost as can be. But when God brought me to a little old trailer church that was filled with the Holy Ghost on the west side of Tawalkin, the east side, wherever it was, amen, in the middle of the woods. All I know is the Holy Ghost began to jump all over me, and Jesus said, run to the altar and get a breakthrough and get a miracle. Come on, somebody. And he called me out of the darkness into his light. Yeah. Hallelujah. Some of you need to run to the altar tonight. Because I'm telling you, this is, this is a serious word, amen. And God put a burden in my heart for some reason, just like he did Nehemiah. And there's some people that need to close some avenues in your life, amen. Come on, somebody. That's not out of condemnation. That's out of the love of God. But if you play with fire continually, you're going to get burned, amen. Hallelujah. So stop getting burned. Come on, somebody. I don't know about you. I've been toasted enough out there. Amen. I'm trying to be up under the river. Come on, somebody. Up under the river that flows down from the mountain of glory that comes down from heaven. The blood of Jesus that runs down from the mercy seat which he sits upon. Hallelujah. Because I'm not anointed by what I can do. Come on. I'm, by, I'm anointed by who he is. Come on, somebody. And he is love. Hallelujah. That covers a multitude of sins. But you got to run from your sin and you got to run to Jesus. Hallelujah. You got to kick the enemy out of your personal life. Come on, somebody. Because then once you get on fire for God, the devil's going to try to come in your family life. Amen. Trust me. I'm going to tell you right now. Enemy will send all kinds of snakes, amen, to try and attack and infiltrate your home. Because he knows, amen, that if you get a house that is divided, that you won't be able to stand in your marriage and your ministry at home. And if he's got you all discombobulated and fallen and defeated at home, he's going to have you discombobulated and defeated in the ministry to that which he has called you. Come on, somebody. But as long as I'm staying connected and building up the wall of defense in my personal life, then it trickles down to my home life. I'm saying when honey's in a might be going through something hey come on let's read the word let's get in prayer and start praying in the Holy Ghost if somebody would just start praying in the Holy Ghost amen and calling down the fire of God amen hallelujah crying out to God until something changes until something leaves or something breaks see a lot of us we we pray just for a minute and then we start growing tired we can serve God for a minute and then we start growing weary and we start wondering amen it's because you up under that trickle anointing when God's trying to get you up under the river come on somebody hallelujah a river that never runs dry he wants to keep you under the flow he wants to keep the Holy Spirit overflowing out of your life, but you got to stir it up sometimes, amen. Tap your neighbor, say, stir it up, hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Don't expect Jesus to send angels down all the time and, and stir it up for you. Amen. Nehemiah wasn't expecting God himself to come down and start building the wall, was he? No. 
He had a burden in his heart. He began to tell the people, the Jewish people, hey, come on, somebody. It may look like it's crazy. Everything may look like it's disastrous, like there's no way out of this, and like you're defeated. The devil may have lied and said, that I'm going to steal your marriage. I'm going to take your life. I'm going to leave you in darkness. You're not worthy. You have no anointing left. You have no purpose left. You might as well throw in the towel, but I praise God that he raises up some people like Nehemiah that in the midst of ruin and disaster in your life somebody can begin to speak under the unction of the Holy Ghost and say though you are dead in your trespasses you shall live and not die in the name of Jesus hallelujah you just gotta get off of your pity party get off of your lazy little come on somebody Matt that you've been sitting on and get in the flow of Jesus and start working for the king of kings and the lord of lords some of y'all want come on somebody y'all still thinking about working for Dave that you worked for three months ago amen when you was out there tripping it's time to work for Jesus hallelujah he's the boss of all bosses come on somebody hallelujah he wants to give you some eternal riches that moth nor rust can decay. He said he's gone to prepare a place for you. Hallelujah. Ephesians 5, 21, 22. Thank you, Jesus. The word of God reads, and be subject to one another in the fear of Christ. Hallelujah. Wives, be subject to your own husbands as to the Lord. Hallelujah. So we know that first we got to be in submission unto God and his, and his given authority that he has set up. Hallelujah. And we, we got to be connected as spiritual leaders of our homes, amen, to God, operating in the Holy Spirit with no avenues in your life that are open towards the enemy. Come on, somebody. And whenever you got all avenues to the devil closed and you're operating in the Holy Spirit, amen, then you're somebody that your wife can rely on and follow. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Don't be that husband or that man of God that's hard to follow. Come on, somebody. Keep the avenues to the enemy closed in your life. Amen. And then you can walk together in the anointing because it's better whenever you walk together in agreement, the power of agreement. One will send a thousand to flight, but two will send ten thousand to flight. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. So now whenever the enemy may be trying to attack you or you're going through something in your spiritual walk with God personally, amen, you're connected with a spouse that's also filled with the Holy Ghost, that's a prayer warrior, come on, a blood-bought believer in Jesus, that if you start to stumble or slip up, your spouse is there to lift you up, not to tear you down, but to lift you up. Come on, somebody. And to edify you and encourage you and show you the love of God, amen, and help grab you by the hand and help you repent and cry out to God if the enemy starts to try to pull you under, amen, hallelujah. Because if you're yoked up, amen, and you got somebody in your house or in your marriage that's trying to pull you under, you need to pray for God's grace and the love of God and for God to help you, amen. Show the love of Christ, amen, and, and, and be that person that will begin to pray and build that wall of defense for your spouse or for your children. Whatever it is in your home, your prayers, amen, move God. Your prayers move God, amen, and your work, amen. It takes work to live a Christian lifestyle, and whenever you pick it up, come on the hammer and begin to work for God and you begin to serve God and obey him it takes work amen but how many of us know that wall begins to be built the more you work the more you pray amen come on somebody 
And the enemy gets more and more intimidated because I'm trying to have a wall of defense built so high he can't even see over. Come on, somebody. Husbands also love your wives as Christ loves the church. Amen. Come on, somebody. You have to love your wives no matter what. No matter what. Amen. That's the hard thing. We got to show the love of Christ to our spouses no matter what. Amen, husbands. Hallelujah. See, we want our wives to respect us, and we need to show her the love of Christ. Amen. That no matter if she treats us crazy, come on, somebody. No matter if she slaps you, whatever. I don't know what you got going on. You got to show the love of Christ, amen, to your wife, amen, and have that wall of defense built up against the enemy because it's the year of strengthening. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. And we got to be strengthened in our personal life and in our home lives, amen, to be strong and effective in the ministry. Hallelujah. And that's where God is taking us. And none of us are perfect. Come on, somebody. None of us have it all together, Amen. You're going you to have some, some, some little arguments, little spats, you know what I'm saying, some differences, some disagreements and all that. But nevertheless, you've got to stay connected to Jesus. And no matter what happens, amen, you've got to keep that wall of defense against the enemy, amen. Don't let the enemy creep in and have you, you know, laying your head down with anger and with bitterness. And then, and then you're trying to live a Christian life in your own personal life, but you got anger and you got bitterness and unforgiveness towards your spouse. Amen. You can't walk fully in the anointing and what God has called you if you have these things evident in your life. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm preaching to myself. Come on. It's quiet out there. Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 8 through 20. We're getting ready to close here. Worship team can come, go ahead and uh, come forward. Nehemiah chapter 4, starting in verse 8. The word of God reads, All of them conspired to come and fight against the Jerusalem and to cause a disturbance in it. See, the enemy got mad because they began to pray and they began to do the work of God and build up a wall of defense against the enemy. And I'm here to let somebody know that when you begin to pray and stand up for God and get in place in the position that he's called you to, the enemy's going to get real upset and real disturbed with you. But that ought to encourage you to let you know that God is working on your behalf. Come on, somebody. And that you are coming into a season of victory. Hallelujah. A season of being untouched. Amen. But we prayed to our God. See, they was angry and disturbed. And we prayed to our God, and because of them, we set up a guard against them day and night. Keep going. Thus in Judah, it was said, the strength of the burden bearers is falling. Yet there is much rubbish, and we ourselves are unable to rebuild the wall. So as they was building the wall, they was digging through some rubbish, amen. See, sometimes, amen, we create a mess. Sometimes our, our, we done been rant over and we're in the ruins, amen. And the enemy done robbed us of some things and rant us over and, and destroy and try to destroy our spiritual life, amen. He'll try to destroy your wall of defense however he can. He wants to penetrate the wall of defense around your life so you can walk around vulnerable, amen. And he can try to take you out, amen. So they're digging through the rubbish they're digging through the mess come on somebody our enemy said they will not know or see until we come among them kill them and put a stop to the work keep going when the Jews who lived near them came and told us 10 times they will come up against us from every place where you may turn 
the spirit of intimidation. Then I stationed men. Listen to this. Nehemiah began to rise up in faith. Hallelujah. I stationed men in the lowest parts of the space. Stand to your feet all over this house. In the lowest parts of the space behind the wall. The exposed places. And I stationed the people and families with their swords, spears, and bows. Come on, somebody. When I saw their fear, I rose and spoke to the nobles, the officials, and the rest of the people. Do not be afraid of them. Come on, somebody. Don't be afraid of the enemy. Don't be afraid of that where the enemy has crept in your life, whether it be personally or whether it be in your family. Amen. Come on, somebody. Don't be afraid. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome and fight for your brothers come on somebody your sons your daughters your wives in your house amen come on see what we've been talking about it's time to fight the good fight of faith amen it's time to get back in the fight like pastor was saying amen it's time to get the fire of god back in our lives amen back in this house hallelujah if you're in this house as they dim the lights come on somebody just close your eyes right there where you're at oh we thank you jesus we thank you for your anointing god we thank you that you are all powerful you are an awesome God remove any spirit of fear father God remove any uncertainty that is keeping open avenues in anybody's life come on if you got some open avenues in your life come to this altar cry out to the Lord it's time to get in place it's time to stand in the gap amen if you're in a marriage amen come on and you just got out of hell or you're going through hell and there were some open avenues in your life I want you to come to this altar amen and let God respond Restore you and let God empower you to build a wall of defense against the enemy. And this time, come on, somebody, it's time to stand and get all that God has for you. As the music plays, just come. The Holy Spirit is tugging at people's heart. God is convicting people in this place. Amen. Don't turn away the hand of God. That's God tapping on you. That's God knocking on your heart. Come and get your breakthrough. Come and be encouraged tonight.
was the only one who could ever say Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe We live for you Oh, we live for you Holy, there is no one like you There is none beside you Open up my eyes in wonder and show me who you are and fill me with your heart and lead me in your love to those around me. And holy, there is no one like you, there is none beside you. Open up my eyes in wonder and show me who you are and fill me with your heart and lead me in your love to those around me. Show me who you are and fill 
in our lives and in our relationships and 